hello everyone and welcome back to chronic pain and paranoia it's us again Nightmare week once again <laughs> you better not be sick of us yet dun, dun, or i'm dun. gonna call your mom yeah we're it's gonna tattle because i probably know most of most people's moms who listen to us because we know pretty much everyone yeah there are a few people that i don't know it's true so you know who anyway. you are um today other emily is going to be presenting emily what are we gonna be talking about today we're gonna be talking about spooky appalachia that's exactly the title i wrote for my thing i said spooky appalachia i forgot we were doing that today Uh i'm genuinely excited i forgot too (laughs) very good um emily what is your piece of halloween nostalgia or favorite yes i can go first if you want i've got this okay one of my favorite things during halloween is ghost stories Okay. Which is funny because we tell ghost stories all year yes. round. We are the ghost story girls. Exactly. But it's still one of my favorite, like, Halloween things. Like, it's that time of year to pull out scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. And it's also, like, socially acceptable to do so. That's, That's exactly what I was just going to say. It's socially acceptable for me to talk about ghosts exactly. randomly. Because we were like, oh, she's just in the mood, you know? Not that in I care spirit. any other time of year because I'll still do it, but. Oh, for sure. People don't it. question it at this time of year. Exactly. Oh, I had one, but I think I'm going to change it. Uh-huh. Because this is a new happenings, relatively new happenings. So, I have dressed vaguely alternatively for much of my, like, older life. Mm-hmm. I'm not really an adult, so I can't really say adult You're life. an adult? Barely, though. You're not in your teens. You're an adult. That's true. I'm 20. Anyway, but, like, the last couple years, I have leaned far more into goth than just alternative. And we're here for it. We stand. I get a lot of attention in public for it. You've seen it. Yeah, I've almost fist-fighted a couple people about it. (laughs) Like, leave her alone! So, this weekend, I went to the mall with my boyfriend, and we were walking around, and several people in several shops were like, Oh, are you here for the Halloween costume contest? <gasps> First of all, I'm going to describe to you what I look like. Yeah. I, was, I had a banty on and a skirt that was half black and half white. Uh-huh. And I think I had, like, my platform converse on. And then half of my face was, like, a skeleton face, but it was just the line work. It's not, not even, even the, white. It's not even the scariest thing I've ever seen you do. And either. it wasn't even shaded, Emily. I know. It was literally just graphic liner. I yeah. remember seeing it. And I was like, ooh. And then, so I was like, no, this is just what I look like. And they were like, oh, okay, that's cool too. Like, people were really nice about it. Yeah. And I could tell they felt bad for asking me. But I was like, dude, what? Happened like three times. That's funny. Remember? And I kept scaring kids. Remember when I went to Flagstaff? And that lady in the bookstore... How can I forget? ...yelled from across the quiet bookstore. She said, you're scary. And I said, and? (laughs) I was like, just keep walking. We, all three of us froze. And I was like, yeah. And I like... (laughs) We just got, we're like, and? And I was like, we're out of here. Let's keep walking. Granted, like, I had a lot more going on that day for my face. Most of my face was covered in black stuff 
But still, I would not shout it across the store. I'd be like, hey. And she was like a grown woman. That's something that kids say to me. Yes. Kids will say like, mom, she's scary. And well, I think it's really funny. across the store. And she's a grown woman. Anyway. Anyways. It didn't really, I think it bugged you more than it bugged me. And it was really funny. Just because I was like, ma'am, we're in a bookstore. Shut up. You own this bookstore. Yeah. I definitely got a lot of attention that day, so I got to the point where, like, I just wanted people to leave me alone. I know, and I was like, we're done here. I was getting, like, (laughs) socially, like, drained. And then we got to our concert, and it was all good. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, how do you feel? I look pretty normal at concerts. Yeah. Anyway. Um, today, shout out to, um, one of my boyfriend's dogs, Coco. Aw, Coco. Coco no longer lives in this state um his parents very rudely took all three dogs away from me to virginia it's heartbreaking is a very special dog in the sense where she's like a medium-sized dog Mm -hmm. okay she's not necessarily small but she does this thing where she'll take her little paws and step them into my organs and my stomach and tried to kill me and she wants to put her face right on top of my face with her paws in my stomach feels like she's doing that oh we've beefed many times for her stepping on my organs yeah i still miss her though she's so crazy little coco who's so cute i miss her i miss all the dogs little gargoyle brody would step on me too granted just not on my stomach yeah brody's big though he's He's like 90 pounds. Yeah, he's a big dog. He's a big boy. Precious. I miss them so much. They're precious. I don't have easy access to dogs anymore. It's really sad. Okay. No. How do you feel, Emily? Today, I feel like there are ants, fire ants, crawling and coursing through my body. That's how I feel. That's not great. No. I know what you mean, though. That's a very specific type of pain. Yeah. No, I get that. That's pretty much how I was feeling all of last week. Yeah, simply ready to pass away. I'm irritable. I'm grumpy. I'm tired. <laughs> I was so grumpy yesterday because I didn't feel good. That's me today. Whenever I've gone into the office this week when I come home, like, my pain gets so much worse and I'm, like, so mad. <laughs> I'm just ready to rot. I just want to lay in my bed and rot for I the know. next i'm done we were busy all week and so like i really didn't get a weekend last weekend yeah do you get a weekend this weekend yeah we have the pumpkin thing (laughs) it's so sad it's okay we're not gonna talk about it no no (laughs) i'll start crying but then i think that's it my nephews might come over for their halloween goodie bags because i didn't get to see them but so just fun stuff yeah things that i don't really have to be out for long and babysit other people's children yeah that's rough on that note uh let's get started yeah this podcast contains sensitive material such as violence murder paranormal activity and other adult topics listener discretion is advised while we do research all of our episodes we are just two emily's with a microphone and a passion for all things spooky take it with a grain of salt all of our sources will be in the show notes So, Emily, like I said, spooky Appalachia. 
I'm very excited. This is one of my favorite topics to talk to you about because... So interesting. We get so many TikToks that we send back and forth collectively. Oh, yeah. They're the spookiest videos you'll ever see in your whole life. And I always get them at 6 a.m. And I'm like, (gasps) yeah. And then I get them at whenever I wake up because I don't wake up at 6 a.m. And I'm like, usually like you roll around to them at nine and I'm like, I forgot I sent that to you. I'm sorry. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, (laughs) Uh, well, and then I'll watch them like late at night and I'll send them to my sister too. And I'm like, don't look at this till the morning because they're spooky. They're scary. It just, it hits different when it's dark out. Yeah. Well, and especially when you're in your room alone facing the mirrors and you're scared, Uh, it's terrifying. Yeah. Um, anyways, so for people who don't know, I'm just gonna read, um, a little bit about that Appalachian region. Appalachia is made up of 423 counties across 13 states and spans, so it spans from southern New York to northern Mississippi. The region's 26.3 million residents live in parts of Alabama, Georgia, Kentucky, Maryland, Mississippi, New York, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, and all of West Virginia. Wow. It's huge. My brother's girlfriend is from Georgia. Aww. I'm going to have to quiz her now. Quiz her. (laughs) Did you live here? I think it also spans up into Canada. It starts... Oh, I don't doubt it. Because it was part of Canada. There's creepy stuff that happens in Canada. Canada's just as creepy as America. Oh, yeah true crime and paranormal so is it like northern georgia since georgia's pretty far down yeah it's like a diagonal little okay because it goes through like the mountains and stuff so yeah okay it's that whole mountain range that spans from the top conceptualize yes so if you're looking we're gonna go friendship onion this is the hand map this is us on the west coast this is the east coast this is canada oh okay that's how it's shaped okay that was actually really helpful yeah (laughs) i learned the hand map from a visual learner from friendship onion um (laughs) it's billy and dom from lord of the rings they had their own podcast and so that's how i learned that anyways the region is also also comprises three federally recognized and five state recognized native american tribal communities Mm -hmm. wanted to make sure we noted that as well Mm -hmm. with tribal entities in appalachian alabama georgia mississippi new york and north carolina so like i said it's like that little shape from canada down to to georgia Georgia. Mm -hmm. um it was part of pangea so most people think they're that spooky because of like it's the same woods as ireland and ireland has some spooky they have really similar stories so um, the rocks, this is from National Geographic, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, the rocks at the core of the Appalachians formed nearly 1.2 billion years ago. Wow. When all the contents were still one, Pangea. About 750 million years ago, the supercontinent began to thin and pull apart. Pangea, yada, 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 I don't want to science lesson. One of the reasons the region is so rife with supernatural legends is not only the mountains are old, but that they continue to appear old. Much of Appalachia has remained uninhabited uninhabited by humans. Much of that ancient biodiversity is still with us. Byers explains, the person from the article, Mm -hmm. the gorgeous habitats that haven't yet been erased by civilizations range from dark, misty red spruce forests to layered oak forests, from silver maple swamps along major rivers to cotton grass fens 
on the high plateaus. The gray age gives the mountains this worn, twisty quality, full of dark hollows and deep folds in the earth, observes Vernon. There are places you can stand and feel the age of the mountains pressing down on you like a weight. The density of legends is related to the density of nature in the area that's unlike anything most of us are used to. In Appalachia, it's easy to get overwhelmed by the grandeur of nature because of the intense saturation of natural landscape. So it's just old. Mm-hmm. It's very old. It and has like, a lot of it's untouched. Yeah. It has the largest cave system in the world, if I remember correctly. Caves are so scary. There's sketch. There's a theory that Bigfoot lives in caves. And that's how he gets around. And that's how we haven't seen any Bigfoots. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. I don't know that I necessarily necessarily believe in Bigfoot, but if Bigfoot was a thing, I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, they're deep and they're scary. Um, Other crypto animal things that have come from... (laughs) My brain's really not working today. Um, That come from the Appalachian Mountains is Mothman. Bigfoot, mm-hmm. and the Windy Boys. That mm-hmm. we don't say their names. Um, I think I did last time, but it's fine. I think there's also like skin runners, mm-hmm. mimics, mm-hmm. feral really, people. Appalachia's built different in terms of paranormal creatures and things you don't want to see in the woods. The moon-eyed people. Mm-hmm. spooky things the list goes on and on but yes our resident mothman is from west virginia yeah point pleasant i just want you guys to know that i put a mothman sticker on my car we love we love to see it it's really bubbly <laughs> <laughs> um also there's mammoth cave i don't know if i put anything that's a great name anything about there in there um but mammoth cave is super haunted because it was a site for tuberculosis patients back in the day. Why'd they put them in a cave? I don't know. Because okay. I thought, like, sun and dry air was supposed Tuber- to help it. The way that we treated tuberculosis is crazy. I love hearing um, John Green talk about tuberculosis. Oh, yeah. He's a big tuberculosis friend. Because, like, mm-hmm. millions of people die from tuberculosis and it's totally curable, so why don't we cure it? No, it's crazy. Anyways. That's my beef with tuberculosis. And a lot of places that are haunted are tuberculosis-related hauntings. Because it's so many really people strange. died from yeah. it. It's crazy. It's like right up there with wars. Yeah. Pretty much in terms of the haunting. Yeah. So I was going to save that for another time, but I just wanted to... Sprinkle that in there. Sprinkle it in sprinkle, there. Sprinkle, sprinkle. So I'm just going to share a few stories from the Appalachian areas. You can find the links for these um in the source notes perfect um so this one's called mysterious children giggling around hikers you're welcome (laughs) i'm not excited (laughs) i don't do creepy kids emily it's really short okay go ahead another creepy story is about children who seem to be odd and very creepy to a group of hikers along the appalachian mountain trail also side note the appalachian mountain trail is so freaking spooky. That's where most of, like, the spooky things happen. Really? Because it goes all the way from the bottom up to the top. It's that whole trail. That's crazy. That runs through the whole thing. It's just huge. Um, and so, like, there have been murders there. There of have been... It's insane. Mm-hmm. So let me get through this really fast. 
A group of hikers had set camp at a certain location after several miles of hiking. After a good night's sleep, the hikers woke up to something bizarre as they were backpacking. On this morning, the group of hikers woke up and found their campsite surrounded by a thick mist that was not fading away as the sun came out. They began packing up and started hearing children's laughter coming from around them. <laughs> yep. As the group was about to get done with packing up, a group of children led one by led by one parent walked out of the mist and started walking past them. These creepy children asked the hikers where they were going, and someone responded that they were hiking along the Appalachian Trail. Don't tell them. I know, I was like, huh? Okay. Sorry, you cut that out. <laughs> Insert that. <laughs> um <laughs> but no. Anyway. Like, why would you say? I'd be like, we're just vibing. We're chilling. Like, rule number one in general, haunting, not haunting, just humans. Do not tell people where you are going. Don't tell people where you're from. Don't tell them your name. Uh-huh. Do not give people anything. Uh-huh. I mean, tell people where you're going, like your family, your friends. Yes, but strangers don't need to know any of that. No, you just say, oh, we're just out here having fun, fam. You don't tell them nothing. Oh, we're just hiking. Yep. Just going around. Just bopping around. We're just here. Um, here. yeah. I would punt those kids like footballs. For real, though? Um, what are they doing out there? The kids started laughing, and one of them replied, This isn't the Appalachian Trail, as they kept walking off. The hikers spent the whole day hearing the children giggling around them. That's disgusting. And that's the end of that story. <laughs> okay, so the next story is from Wired for Adventure. They were just sharing these random scary stories it's not even like a scary story website it's just like a oh interesting something weird happened when we were in the mountains Mm -hmm. so i'm going to share that with you um something i learned a while back when hiking through the wilderness in the usa the deeper you forage into the outback the closer you are to encountering something alarming or bizarre i was on my seventh night in the smoky mountains when i came across a three-sided hut um It was in a shaded hollow halfway off the trail, about 40 miles from the nearest roadhead and away off the beaten track. Suddenly, I heard these voices coming down the trail. Six guys from Knoxville appeared from the undergrowth. They were on their annual trip to the Smoky Mountains and were surprised that I had found the campground. These guys were up in the hills for a great time. They had loads of food and a case of Jack Daniels, which they were keen to share. We got a campfire going and got stuck into the JD. I don't know what that means. Jack Daniels. Oh, Jack Daniels. It's <laughs> like, what does that mean? Red Jack Daniels two seconds before that. <laughs> before long, we were half a bottle down, um, and all the best mates... We were half a bottle down, and all the best mates, life was good, and then we heard the noise. It was impossible not to. Dusty was around six foot seven inches tall, and he must have weighed about 20 stone. He came up out of the bushes wearing a back-to-front baseball cap, denim jeans cut off above the knee and this filthy sleeveless shirt which left the full mighty power of his arms on display mm-hmm. <laughs> this man is thirsting over this man in the mountains and i'm here for it that's <laughs> funny <laughs> he's like whoa the muscles on this guy what a guy um he had what i call a whiff of sulfur about him he looked dangerous and everything in me every nerve and instinct told me he was too this man st- This huge man strode to the campsite like he was walking into an empty room. His head was dipped down. He couldn't have been able to see much further than two feet ahead of him. He settled himself down on a large rock about 15 feet away. His back was simply enormous. The kind of lats that 
you could only get from years of heavy gym duty work. Heavy duty gym work. Sorry, dyslexic. And he just sat there. No greeting, no eye contact, nothing. He didn't acknowledge us at all. The atmosphere was heavy. And I mean, it was tense. Um, I could see a look of fear building in his eyes. I could see the look of fear building in the eyes of my drinking buddies. Who was this enormous, hulking, silent man? And what was he doing so high up in the cold, wet, smoky mountains, wearing nothing but jeans and a ripped shirt? Dusty just sat there with his head bent over, propped up in these huge hands. He kept shaking every few seconds from head to foot, like he was entering hypothermia. It's quite possible he was with the air so damp and the temperature dropping, and the fact that he wasn't dressed for the mountains. Suddenly, without warning, one of the guys stood up and walked over to him. He asked if he was okay, but Dusty didn't respond. He asked if he would like a hot drink, but still no answer. Instead, he just pulled off his day pack and took out two cans of beer, which he drank in silence, shaking more manically by the minute. As the man from our group walked back over with unnerved look on his face, I had no doubt that Dusty would reveal a sinister side as the night wore on. Our drinking buddy motioned for us to huddle together and suggested setting off to a mountain ranger's hut that was a couple miles back down the road um, while the rest of us gathered firewood. Usually I would have said this was overkill. I mean, there were seven of us and only one of him, and this mountain of a man hadn't spoken to us, let alone made any threats. But on this occasion, the thought of an armed mountain ranger arriving at camp within the hour brought me nothing but relief. Once we got the fire going again, the heat and light caught Dusty's attention. He rose to his feet, walked over, and planted himself on a nearby log, surveying us all with dead eyes before he introduced himself. Within five minutes, he told us of how he'd lost his wife in a car crash four days ago. His mother had been killed by an armed robber of the month before. He was a special forces veteran from countless wars. He was a champion rodeo rider, and he'd walked this walked to this campsite near the Appalachian Trail all the way from Alaska. What? Yeah. Girl, huh? Yeah. There was zero doubt Dusty was mentally unstable and delusional, but the deep scars on his, arm, on his arms and his face suggested something far more menacing. Time stood still as Dusty went on to tell us um, how his two children had been kidnapped and murdered, his brother had been killed in Iraq. His house had been burned down by the FBI and his new car stolen by local gangs. Dude, is he good? No. <laughs> I can't describe the feeling I had that night while sitting at a campfire in the middle of the Smoky Mountains. Far from anywhere with a delusional colossus of a man describing a series of brutally violent events. The sense of relief as the ranger walked into camp was palpable. He took Dusty aside and began to question him. After a short while, he told us he wasn't happy with what he'd heard, but would need to return to his hut and use the comms before he could do anything more. Within ten minutes of the ranger leaving, Dusty fled the camp. None of us slept that night. When the ranger returned before sunup, he told us he'd received disturbing news about Dusty and the search operation was being organized. Later that afternoon, I turned off the Appalachian Trail for a small campground. As I approached the shack, I saw an older man and a young girl sitting uncomfortably close to each other. They both looked terrified. Call it instincts, but I knew what the cause would be, and sure enough, as I walked closer to the hut, I could see Dusty, Dusty towering over them, and to hear him reciting all how his family had recently died violent deaths. He turned to face me as I approached, and without thinking, I looked him in the eye and said, You need to move fast. The police are following just behind, and they are looking for you. Every nerve in my body felt like there was an electric charge gushing through as I raised my voice and forcefully said, Leave now. To my surprise and the serious relief of the man and young, the old man and the young girl, Dusty took off from the hut in the opposite direction. 
Thank you, they said. They both hugged me in relief. How far away the police? I have no idea, I said. I thought he was going to kill us, the young girl said. We later found out that there were five outstanding warrant, outstanding arrest warrants for Dusty. I knew it. Not his real name. Uh, I knew it. The most serious being suspected murder. I bet. It's spooky. Things like That's that crazy. happen all the time in Appalachia. Yeah. Um, I also want to like... That's something on a criminal minds. Yeah. Some people in Appalachia are like, yeah, this is the scariest place you'll ever experience. But then some people are like, no, I've lived here my whole life. Nothing weird's ever happened. Yeah. So it kind of just depends on the place. Um, but I purchased... And also, like... Go ahead. Some people are more sensitive to paranormal stuff than others. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that could be the reason as well. Yeah. I purchased this book called Witches, Ghosts, and Signs, Folklore of the Southern Appalachians. Um, it's a book of folklore and ghost stories mm-hmm. specifically put together by people who live in the Appalachian region Perfect. and I just wanted to share one with you guys the author was a I think he was a what's the word for a teacher at a college professor and he taught folklore so I was like amazing this is I great I would love to take a folklore class that's mm-hmm. so slay um so poltergeist the name literally a noise ghost in German Germany that's what it really? comes from. Yeah. Of course, it's a German word. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a spirit that makes its present known by throwing objects around the room, making loud and unpleasant noises, and generally making life miserable for people living in the house. Mm-hmm. It is not a spirit of a departed person, but probably a spirit in the service of the devil. Arnold Snyder, a student in my extension class at Petersburg, West Virginia, told the story of the poltergeist as he had heard it from several people who lived there. Um... A ghost appeared in the house of Powers Hollow in the year 1910 before a railroad was thought of in Petersburg. The spirit first appeared to two children who were sleeping upstairs in a room alone. It began to pull the cover and ask them if they would like to have some money. They were afraid and said no. Later it appeared to the mother and father and told them to dig under a certain room of their house and they would find money. It said that its name was John Power and that it had buried money during the Civil War and wanted them to have it because they needed it. Aw, that's really nice. It also told them to read certain passages from the Bible. It's so nice. (laughs) I was like, what is this guy, a pirate? (laughs) A pirate ghost He's like, is there treasure in this house? You need to find it. (laughs) Finally, they dug under the house and came to an iron pot, which they presumed to be a pot of money. Before they opened it, they began to argue over how they would spend the money. And right before their eyes, the pot sank deeper into the ground. He's like, never mind. Never mind. (laughs) The spirit would be upset, shake their beds, pull the covers off the bed, and cause dishes to fall from their hands. It would also tell them something of the future, such as when a railroad was coming to Petersburg and when they were going to have callers. Finally, the family moved away to get away from the spirit, but it would bother them wherever they moved mystery was never solved interesting spooky and they should have just take took taken the win be nice he probably would have left them alone after that uh probably not (laughs) well i wonder if they were just more appreciative if he would have just been like more chill maybe i don't know i don't know that's interesting though yeah i just wanted to share an actual i haven't heard one like that before yeah just share one from the people in Appalachia themselves. Yeah. I highly recommend going on to TikTok and typing in Appalachia. There's a lot. You'll there find was one I sent you recently. Uh, 
where this girl, she's lived in Appalachia her whole life, and she was on her family's haunted farm by mm-hmm. herself. She was walking on, like, one of the dirt roads, and she heard this voice that kept saying, hey, I hey. hate that. And she, she said, like, the way you know it's not a person is it sounds slightly off Mm -hmm. it sounds like something trying to sound like a person and it literally sounded like that like i'm getting chills all over my body thinking about it it's disgusting it's like it was so scary it's like that cat that sounds like the human yeah and then that same girl oh her account is so scary yeah there's tons of ghosts at her house and like oh there's something that impersonates her husband Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm yeah well, and there are a couple of rules of, like, living in the Appalachian Mountains. It's like... Oh, yeah. You see something, you didn't. You hear something, you didn't. Mm-mm. Don't look into the trees. Don't look outside at night. Close your windows and doors and blinds and everything at night. Don't mm-hmm. leave doors open. And I know they have their own, like, superstitious things that mm-hmm. they do. Don't whistle at night. Oh, yeah. Don't whistle in general. Don't say your name. Uh-uh. Outside. And if you hear your name, you didn't. Mm-mm. Just things like that. Yeah. Highly recommend going on to TikTok. Yeah, and go at on those. a TikTok deep dive after this. There's only so much we can do during a mini episode. Yeah. And if you don't have TikTok, get on it. It's Literally. worth it. it. Even just for these videos, it's worth it. Literally. So scary, though. Watch it during the daylight. Or at night. It's spooky season. That's true. Very true. <laughs> Anyways, that's all. Yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Hope you had a great spooky time today. Mm-hmm. Remember to tune back in tomorrow. We're doing scary stories all Halloween week long for Nightmare Week. It's going to get scarier as we go. So keep coming back. Mm-hmm. Remember to rate, comment, review, subscribe wherever you listen. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Chronic Pain and Paranoia. Mm-hmm. Plug in your heating pads, take your meds, and, and stay, stay spooky. spooky. Goodbye.